1: Welcome to the Songwriter Connection Podcast,
2: where we look at the craft of songwriting through the eyes of a songwriter. Each week, we make a connection with a music maker, listen to their songs, and hear their stories. From Nashville, Tennessee, here's your host, Dave Letahim.
3: Hermitage, to be more exact. The town between two lakes, which is Old Hickory, and the one I'm closer to is, uh, is Percy Priest Lake. <laughs> and here we are. Um, you know, one of my favorite episodes that we did a while back was something called uh, Under the Hood, where we, we got together early in the morning and we wrote a song. And uh, it was Mark Allen Barnett and Angie and Angie Jolin, who we're going to meet today. And uh, from Wisconsin, uh, we had uh, uh, Mark Monroe. And uh, we wrote a song in the morning And then we just uh, opened up the hood And dissected how it was written And uh, (laughs) and then played it (laughs) It's a song about a girl playing Merle And it's a song that we still play around Every now and then Because it's it's been fun Well we have two of those folks back today Mark Allen Barnett, how are you? I'm good Dave, how are you today? Doing the Mark Allen Barnett tour still? That's it, this is my radio voice I just wanted you to know (laughs)
4: That's sad, I never heard it that (laughs)
3: good. WKRP, yeah, uh, in uh, Cincinnati. <laughs> Why don't you introduce our guest today?
5: I oh, will. Uh, she has uh, become one of my favorite buddies. We uh, we I met uh, about five five six years ago over at uh, the Maxwell House. Lee Bar- uh, Lee Lee uh, Riscone. Uh, Lee Riscone. and uh, and I wanted to say uh, get well soon to Lee and. Lee Jr. because Lee Jr., they're both yeah. going through health issues and so I hope they're yeah, okay but she, she showed up at the Maxwell House and when you see a really good looking girl walk into a, a place you know she's either a singer or she's there with a singer and she would not say anything she just kind of stayed by herself and then we uh, you know everybody's going who is this girl you know and, and so Lee started finding out a little bit about her and found out that her name is Angie JoLynn Trauber and she uh, has been here most of her life her dad was uh, one of the the first guitar players with the Whalers, Waylon Jennings band, mm. and then became a very reputable songwriter with cuts by everybody and Dolly and Waylon and Willie. He just yeah. had everybody through the sixties yeah. and the seventies. Right. And then, uh, I got to know her a bit. She, uh, had uh, a group with her sisters back in the nineties, the uh, a group called Comanche and, um, just was really kind of had stepped away from music for a while. I, I my, I had an affinity for it because she they got very close to record deals in the nineties, just mm-hmm. like I did, but it didn't quite happen, which is what happens sometimes you yeah. know and uh and so we just kind of got to know each other and she had had gotten married had a had a kid uh, Joseph, and decided that she uh, wanted to get back and start being around music and that's hard for a girl in this town because mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of predators out there and there's just a lot of people that will take you off on the wrong direction you know yeah, everybody in this town thinks they know what they're talking about they think they know they've got just the way you ought to go and sometimes you can spend a lot of money sometimes you can just go off in the wrong directions and and yeah. for me as I teach as my tours and stuff I kind of take a, a an affinity for, for women who are trying to find their way through it how mm-hmm. do they stay away from it so I've been able Able to kind of mentor her and work with her, and one morning I was watching a, a movie with uh, from the band, mm-hmm. uh, The Last Waltz. The last, the, Great film, uh, yeah. Martin, Martin uh, uh, Scorsese. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Like that. You say that three times. <laughs> uh, and they did a segment with Emmylou Harris. Uh-huh. And Emmylou was just like the major country crush uh, back in the seventies no and eighties, no doubt, man. And I'm I'm looking at her, I'm going, oh my god, she looks just like Emmylou Harris at that time, and and so uh, her voice is kind of similar. And so I started calling her Angelou, but you have to do the back. It has to be Lou. Lou. Angie Lou. So that's where it all came. And so <laughs> we... have been we call her Angie. Lou. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Every, you walk in and that's what... But she's just become a mainstay around all she of has. us. And, and we've had a great time. We've met her, her husband, Billy Joe, who, uh, as you know, jumped off those bridges, the Tallahatchie yeah. Bridge. Right. it was Without the a Tallahatchie girl. Foot Bridge. It was just an inch and a half, tall. <laughs> but uh, but she and I have become fr- great friends. We write a lot. I have recorded several things on her. Some she'll be talking about and some mm-hmm. that... Uh, we did uh we've just recently done and mm. so uh without further ado angelou without angelou. further ado angelou well hello i'm, I'm
4: glad to, i'm glad you're having me here dave and mark allen and well, thank good you to, so much
3: good to sit with you around the dining room table yeah
4: it's a nice dining room table uh well
3: that, <laughs> it's got cookies fine. yeah got, we get cookies and <laughs> leftover halloween candy mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. we're here to rot your teeth today <laughs> <laughs> here we go <laughs> A little coffee too. Well, welcome, welcome. Thanks for coming all this way.
4: Well, thank you. Now thank you gr-
3: grew up in in the Nashville area, so this is right. This is yes. You're you're the one. <laughs>
0: yes. well, thank
4: you, Mark, for introducing me and you're saying all that stuff.
0: Uh, yes, yeah. nice?
4: yeah, so I got here. Um, gosh, when I was four or five. Four or five. Many years ago, my dad came to town and dragged us all and We're away from, from our family. What? No, Utah. Utah, Salt Lake okay. City, Utah,
5: Salt Lake. Okay. Yeah. okay,
4: dragged us here, and we never went back.
5: Never went so back. And your sister? How many sisters did you
4: have? Uh, three and one brother.
5: Three and one brother.
4: Yeah, so five kids all together. Yeah. But my mom and dad was like kids too, so they they never grew up. So it was a <laughs> house full of house full of kids. So.
3: Yeah. So what was so. it like growing up? He was a big songwriter and he played with Waylon. What was it like growing up uh, with your dad?
4: Well, musical crazy. family. Yes, what? crazy. A lot of crazy stuff going on, but it was fun. We always had uh, you know music. In the house, and we was always singing. My mother taught us all the harmony parts. That's yeah. how it all came together. Is um, we'd be singing, and then she just start teaching us. You do this one, you'll sound better. At and so that's how we became Comanche. Wow. We just you know, because my mother she could do all kinds of. She could she'd do uh, harmony with Tom Paul. Glaser. Tom Paul Laser yeah. She did his last album or two with him, and wow. he he would come in the uh, booth and say. Okay, am I doing the right harmony over here? So he would be asking her what harmony. So that was a great compliment Isn't from massive. my mother. Yeah. And, uh, so
3: one of the original outlaws there. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, very cool. So yeah, yeah you grew up all around that, and um, did your dad teach you how to play guitar and everything?
4: Yeah. When I was yeah. about, I guess, um, I guess I started playing around with it when I was about three or four, and then when I was probably about six, he started teaching me wow. little chords and wow. and then. Um, so you
3: had a late start on it.
4: So, yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but you've done was, very well. I was
4: way old, you know, compared to how they are now. Now they're four with and they're stars. <laughs> yeah. <So. laughs> Record
3: deals, right? Yeah. Yeah. Martin, you tell me they are starting to sign embryos and Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Sony signed an embryo the last embryo. week. And, <laughs> <laughs> Genetic engineering. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, yeah. But you think you can you you grew up around it and I mean it wasn't un, unusual for, for people like Eddie hey Rabbit to stop by and, and no, sing with you no. guys and stuff and
4: no, actually, Eddie, uh, all these people kind of, my dad knew all of them before they was anybody. Before right. They, you know, they just came to town. So a lot of them, like Eddie Rabbit, lived with us for about, you know, nine months. Did he really? You know, before he was Eddie Rabbit. So, ah. And then he, he used to entertain all the kids in the neighborhood because he would do Elvis in personage nature. He did do and, Elvis, didn't he? Yes. That's right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so everybody, it, we just had a great time. And, I'll you bet. know, Waylon and Jesse would come over there before they was Waylon and Jesse, and they all had kids our age. Yeah. So it, we all kind of just fell into these these two play together. These two, you know. Right. So, but it was a houseful. Yeah. So there's always something going on. The most listened to
3: podcast to this day uh, on our series uh, on YouTube has been Jenny Jennings, who's a real good friend mm-hmm. of yours. Yeah. And she still gets thousands of listens. Um,
4: I know. I was checking it out the other day. And it was like, yeah, it was. I, I don't know how many day, but it, I couldn't mm-hmm. believe it.
3: Yeah. So you're about the same age, and you grew up together and around it, and you became really good friends. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Now, was she in the Comanches, too, or, or...
4: Yeah, she was in Comanche the first, I think, year and a half. Yeah. And then... Um,
3: who was all in that band now? Uh, who, who, who was it? in that
4: It was, it was uh, me, Jenny, my sister Crystal, and my sister Debbie.
3: Debbie, okay. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, didn't your mom join you, too, from time to time, or no?
4: Well, when Jenny uh, left the group, then my mother joined oh. in, because we was just getting ready, at that point, to do a showcase and everything. We had it all. Mm-hmm. So when she kind of left it um then my mother jumped in yeah because we already had the showcase you know set up and everything so she right. had to fill in because
5: that uh, is so nashville when you lose a it? member and you recruit a family member to fill <laughs> in that's exactly nashville <laughs> and rate right, like you always well, say with the photos just taken right? that's exactly <laughs> that's right the group photos taken and the and group breaks it happens yeah. well
4: i can't remember exactly if we had that date set you know the showcase before it happened because mm-hmm. um, if we would have she might have not had you know, left it before that. You know, mm-hmm. we probably would have continued on and got that done. But uh, reasons came up. I can't even remember. It's been so long ago, I can't remember yeah. the reason. But uh, really. I know my mother jumped in at the last minute because um, she uh-huh. was the best one to do it. She, she taught us, so She
3: taught you. why not? So she knew all the parts. <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: Now, where did the name come from, Comanche? What?
4: Uh, my dad just came up with it because uh, it was a pretty name. He uh-huh. was trying to find something that sounded, uh, you know, yeah. Good for girls and stuff, and plus, um, my mother um, has some kind of. She's her dad was uh, Indian. Okay. Full blooded Indian, but I don't know what kind. Okay. You know, <laughs> but we he can just... imagine it was Comanche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he he just did that and great. huh it was kind and he spelled it with an I. With an I, yeah, to make it.
3: Now, is any of that music out there available? Can we hear it anywhere?
4: No, uh, on a CD that I, uh, on, on a that CD I've that got. you have.
3: Uh, <laughs> Do you ever think about putting it out to the world now? The way things are today, you No, know,
4: uh, not really. Not I mean, really. I, I mean, I I could because mm-hmm. I, I I've got the final you know mix yeah. and stuff on it. So
5: I think that would be a neat thing, Mark. Don't you think? Yeah, I'd love to hear that. It, you know, it, far different than my situation. There's a lot of stuff I don't want anybody <laughs> to ever hear, and <laughs> and so uh, me too. You know, <laughs> what happens is you get. Enamored with what you're doing currently and that that's one of the things that's hard uh, well, yeah. for anybody but it would be fun yeah it would always be fun you're always
3: a writer and an artist and
5: then you look back and you go that was me yeah exactly yeah, yeah. oh my god i I, I hear some stuff I recently heard some stuff uh, that somebody put uh, was sent me. And and I posted it. It was uh, from the rock band that I was in, Twenty Four Carat, and we were in Los oh. Angeles. Wow. We were in Los Angeles, and we were playing the the this Miller High Life Rock to Riches National Talent Search. It was kind of like a star search. It was uh, a yeah. the voice of his day, uh-huh. and uh, and we're it's the show on stage, mm. and and I'm hearing me, and it sounds like the whole band. And I knew <laughs> we only had fifteen minutes to do to, to do four songs. Yeah. So it's just boom boom, boom 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 boom, and it's so fast. And I'm singing so high, I sound like Getty Lee from Rush, and you know, and it's got. And, but it did have one little cute thing that we did, and I remember I, I started, I'd forgotten about it, and I laughed at. It. Our big song was called "Stay with Me," and it had this groove. And at the end of the song, I got the band to do the "Welcome to Miller Time" theme, Oh, that's and cool. and that's why we won the contest. Good marketing a cheat, maybe yeah. it'll work. Yeah, but that, but so sometimes you know you you want to put some of this stuff. So maybe putting a song out from time well, to time might be a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, Just an idea. Yeah, yeah. you, know, you doesn't have Well, it'd to.
4: be, I guess, fun to do that. Yeah,
5: yeah. yeah.
3: But you got current stuff out there right now, and you've been mm-hmm. recording new music. Yes, yes recording so, new I loved stuff. Loved your last Mark album. Alan
5: Barnett, right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. You and, guys uh, write a lot,
3: don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. yeah she. Uh, She came around at a time, I I guess, walking back into uh, writer's nights after Mm -hmm. you had been away for a while, had to be culture shock.
4: Mm -hmm. It was.
5: Because so many people, people don't don't understand how many people are coming to town trying to do this. Yeah. And you go go to a writer's night and there's, you know, Debbie Champion routinely has 20 writers, 35 writers, you know, open micers, and there's still another 15 that are there. the The Bluebird would do their audition on 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 uh, their audition, and they'll have five hundred people show up. Isn't that crazy? And, and then an open mic on Monday nights, they'd right. have to turn away one hundred and fifty people because there's so many people mm-hmm. that want to play. That's crazy. So well, she walked back into that. Yeah,
4: yeah. Though I, I, what, I remember one of the times I, me, and my sister, we thought, well, it's. Back In the day you could just walk up and go in the places and, and play, and mm-hmm. uh, well, mm-hmm. I'm the offices downtown, I mean, to try right. to talk oh, yeah. to somebody, right. like oh, like yeah, curb yeah. records Ooh. and stuff like yeah. that. Right. You could just walk in, and uh, you know, and I'm sometimes <laughs> you could even say, Hey, I, I don't have an appointment, but they, they would call up there, and if they wouldn't, be, they'd let you on up, and that's so. I, we thought, Well, we don't know nobody now, so it's like one of our first times going there, and so we went to curb records, mm-hmm. we walked in. And it was so funny because the woman said, Have you got an appointment? And we said, No, but we, you know, we thought maybe we might, if he wasn't too busy, we would see Mike Curb. Yeah. And she went, Hold on just a minute. And then just a second later, the cop came over and it was sure. like he picked yeah. us up. Oh like, you know, God. like that cartoon that picks the cat up and yeah. sits yeah. him out the door yeah. and it comes in and he yeah. that's what happened. He picked almost, he didn't really pick us up, but that's what it felt like. Are right you out the door.
5: kidding. Do you and know, I thought,
4: hmm. Wow.
5: Unreal. Do you know the story about the guy who showed up with the shotgun? Did you ever hear this story? No. There was a very, very famous uh, publisher, uh, producer, and a vice president. And I don't want to say his name because I don't, don't want to do that. But mm. he showed up one morning at going into a very, one of the major uh, labels. Mm. And a guy pulled up in a, in a pickup truck. up And they had a little driveway up. And he, the guy said, hey, do you know so-and-so? Named his name. And uh and this and said, Well no, I think he might be inside and and uh so guy said, Well, I, I sent him some songs, I wanna know why they hadn't been cut. Uh and the guy leaned in. He looked up and there's a shotgun mm-hmm. on on the seat. And so he went in. And then security came in. Right after that, all the gates started coming up. And that's yeah. when well, that's part of the the whole no unsolicited material. You can't mm-hmm. just walk in. You can't just mail things in. There are copyright problems now. Right. There are legal. Mm-hmm. problems. Yeah. So yeah, yeah even uh, but but yeah. In, so
4: after that happened, when, I then I thought, well. Everybody we knew too had passed away. That's
5: right. Mm-hmm. Harlan
4: Howard had passed away, and you know er- everybody. So it, we didn't know anybody where, where we could go in to the office and just walk in and say, "Hey." So I thought, well, now I'm I'm scared. Now I don't know what to do. Mm. You know. So that's when I started looking at writers' nights and stuff, and that's when I found Maxwell House. And I have to say, Lee, entered. I, I really owe him scary, a lot yeah. because he introduced me to everybody that. That I know right now and hanging out with. you um, a great guy. You know, yeah. Yeah. So he, every night, Wednesday and Thursday night, he'd let me sit up there at the, with a the table at him, with him, so I wouldn't have to be sitting there alone. You know, how great that is. For that. He is just and such he was, a great guy. Yeah. And he, so he introduced me to Mark and uh, Paul Jefferson. Well, oh,
3: Jefferson, big writer. Been on the show. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And
4: Jerry Foster and j- just uh, Jimmy Payne. Everybody that I. Jimmy Payne. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jimmy, yeah. Love Jimmy Payne, everybody that I know, he Lee introduced me to, so and then I started going to Debbie's, and then she introduced me to a lot of people too. But the those first are place, two was two people in this yes, town that you Debbie mentioned Chantin, that yeah. if,
3: if you're coming to you, got to meet mm-hmm. Debbie Champion. And, yes, uh, Lee Debbie wonderful, wonderful running the writer's mm-hmm. rounds. It, 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 you, so you got you, 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 I don't think you can yeah. get
5: there without going through those. You chapters. can't, no, mm-hmm. you can't. Mm-hmm. It's the equivalent of the open cattle call yeah. for, that actors go through when right. they have yeah. to go just audition. You know, right. you have you you get these open cattle calls, and anybody can show up. Then, in order to get into the real thing, you got to have an agent. But you mm-hmm. can't get an agent till you go through those open c- cattle calls, yeah. and and yes. it's kind of a recommendation. And so, the writers' nights going from open mic. To invited writers nights, Mm -hmm. that's kind of how you, that's the progression right there. And then you meet
3: people that you want to write with that you like their style and you just started Mm -hmm. to start co-writing. And then for, you know, you got your own class of people that you're, that you're working with and and you graduate on up and keep going, you know. So it, but you, you had a... you know, this this is the thing about your story that I just, that just blows me away. So back in the day, you had all of these legends around you. And yes, I I
4: was going to say one more thing about that is when we did our showcase, um, Harlan Howard that wrote um, Tiger about the, t- the in
5: every um, song yeah, every, he, yeah
4: him and Tom Paul Glazer was uh, they was the ones that put on our showcase wow. paid for well Waylon actually took us in the studio when he first heard us all singing like that and he's so Waylon, he yeah. um, immediately put us in the studio and cut our first album. Uh-huh. And um and then when we did our showcase, it was um everybody jumped in. It was like Jerry Kerrigan, the dr- oh, the drummer Jerry Kerrigan from back in the day. You know him. Mm-hmm. He drummed on everything and um. A lister, the A list Os- studio Yeah, players. Joe mm-hmm. Osborne. He he was on our site. He played on everything and never would t- take no money. He played on everything of, that we did because he was trying. Everybody was trying to get us a deal. So when we did that, uh, Harold Bradley was our uh, band Bradley. leader. <laughs> And Go that's crap. one thing I wish somebody would have recorded, uh-huh. fi- you know, filmed, but didn't. Yeah.
5: Oh, yeah.
4: I mean, it was it was
5: harder to do at that time. Yeah. You didn't have camera phones. You didn't have, Yeah, so it's yeah, it was harder to do. But that know. was,
4: instead of Frank having us on the X, he should have, that was one time he should have had us, you know, but we yeah. didn't have that. But it was, it turned out really well. Mm. When we walked in, there was nobody there. Uh, we thought, oh, this ain't going to be good. And then when we they called us out on stage, it was the whole house was packed, and wow. um, where was Tom it at? Paul was there. It, I it, it was right it was? there on the circle somewhere, you know.
5: It, another club that no longer exists. Yes, yeah, yeah, and I
4: can't okay. even remember. But right there on the main, you know, yeah, on I the think,
5: circle the, where uh, the naked statues are. I'm yeah, wondering. okay. Penis de Milo. <laughs> oh
4: <my laughs> <God>. de Milo. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Tom Paul was there, and Harlan was there, and Jesse was wow. there, and Waylon didn't come because he said he if imagined. he did. Uh, it would be everybody a would be yeah. trying to about you know, him, and you want to be yeah, about you. Yeah,
3: yeah. oh, so, God,
4: that's that's great. So it was, it was a good time.
3: So, all these legends, then when you try to get back
4: to it, it was scary. They're so gone, it was, and yeah, it's just, and that's why I'm so glad I met, man, you know, Mark Allen Barnett and you, and you, Dave, uh-huh. because um, you have to meet, yeah. you know, people and where you can hang out and people you trust. You know, and enjoy being around. So that's
3: why we call it the songwriter connection. And yep. the other thing we're known about on this is playing live music around the dining room table. And we've talked for almost twenty
5: minutes without doing that. So I oh, think okay. it's time for an an Angie Lou song. <laughs> oh, okay. Angie yeah. Lou song. Yeah. Uh, when you write with girls, and you and I, we we've, we've written with all these things. Again, it's so many women, particularly, but guys do it too. But they do what I lovingly refer to as ACSS, <laughs> Angry Chick Singer Syndrome. That's right, right, and yeah. and we hear these things on a writers' night, and I. I feel like my job should be taking the silverware off the tables because just <laughs> they're just so angry so Slash your wrist When mm-hmm. I, I got with Angie she would bring up some titles some things she had talked about writing with her dad or my mm-hmm. I tried to and I thought well it doesn't have to be a, a depressing song even a breakup song doesn't have to be yeah. depressing and that's where this came from mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is that right so this is uh, Best Broken Heart mm-hmm.
4: Six months to the day I swore I threw away Those pictures that we took in Mexico When I came across that box I thought the garbage truck hauled off Of our lives together that seemed so long ago Well hindsight's 2020. When it comes to memories, the good ones always outweigh the bad. If I could do it all again, take a trip to way back then, I'd do it fast, cause you're the best broken heart I've ever had. Lessons, Lessons learned and just turn, but it doesn't always got to be so sad. The way you held me will always melt me. One kiss from you will always bring me back. Hope oh, some things just don't last, so we'll leave that in the past. Not concentrate on the love that we lacked. Part of me wants to forget you, but after all that we've been through, I can't forget, cause you're the best broken heart I've ever had. I guess all that's left to say is I'm grateful for the way time has of healing every single wound. And I can file this under closed and move on down the road and be happy for every moment shared with you. And in the future when we meet, I'll walking down the street, I'll give you a smile and say it wasn't really all that bad. If I could do it all again. Take a trip to way back then. I do it fast, cause you're the best broken heart I've ever had. Lessons learned and pages turned, but it doesn't always got to be so sad. The way
0: you held me would always
4: melt me One kiss from you would always bring me back Hope some things just don't last So we'll leave that in the past Now concentrate on the love that we lacked A part of me wants to forget you But after all that we've been through I can't forget you Cause you're the best broken heart I've ever had. I know I won't forget, cause you're the best broken heart I've ever had.
3: Oh yeah, Mark Allen on the Woo-hoo. guitar, Angelou. <laughs> Joe who's our guest today. What a great thank voice. Great you. song. That was fun. Too. And that's also, I should say, that's on your album that's out there everywhere, The Fire I Can't Put Out. Yes. I yes. love that album. That well, That's so many great songs, thank including you very much. you've got Jenny and, and, and Jesse Colder on there, don't you?
4: Yes. Uh, yes, on the, I think at the, Third track called wow. "Still in Love with You."
5: Yeah, the original outlaw. The original Jesse Coulter, Waylon Jennings, Willie Thomas. Yes. Yeah, Tom and Recently, the funny yeah. the funny
4: thing about that story is, I'll just do it real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wrote that like I was seventeen or eighteen back then, and uh-huh. when Jesse heard it, she kept she's for years she'd always say that should be a standard. That should be a standard song. Somebody's going to cut that song one day. It's going to be a major hit, but. So far, not. (laughs) But all these years later, when I went to the studio to record it, then she um, came in and sang half the song with me. And then Jenny sang the other part, and I just kind of ended it. So it was mainly them, and I just took it out. But it was a great honor to have her do that after she believed in the song so many years. So.
3: And the song is called, and it's on this album.
4: uh, It's called Still in Love With You. Still in
3: Love With You. It's a great song. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Absolutely absolutely awesome. Hey, let's take a little break. When we come back, we're going to have more with Angie Julian and and, uh, Mark Allen Barney.
0: We can eat cookies.
3: And let's eat cookies. cookie time.
0: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator
1: You're listening
2: to the Songwriter Connection, connecting with music makers and hearing their songs and stories. Now back to the show with your host, Dave Linehan.
3: If uh, if you're listening on YouTube, uh, please hit the like and subscribe. that really helps us a lot. Appreciate that. Uh, we're still uh, experimenting with the idea of going uh, video on the podcast but uh, you know, uh, video killed the radio star, and I'm like, the radio guy. You know, so I've been struggling with that. But my friend Sean Casey was here, was telling me about a setup that we could do, and he's, hey, make it. We're gonna make it happen. Next time I come from South Africa, we're gonna put it together. And I said, okay, all right, well, I'm try it. You know, <laughs> yeah,
5: nobody needs to see my radio face. But Sean uh, learned a lot about Nashville from your. Yeah. Podcast. Yeah. And from you on and your tours. Video. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the Mark Allen Barnett sure. tours. Okay. Tell us all about it. Uh The is through, it's a little misleading because people go, well, well, I'll drive around in town. And I said, well, you can. But it's basically a tour through the past, the present, and the future of the participant. And people will come in. Uh, one of the problems that you have in Nashville, nobody listens to songs anymore. You can't get in to see publishers. And so I go through people's catalog, the past. I find out what they've done before they got here, what brought them to Nashville. Uh, and some people are singers. Some people are writers. Some people are just looking for an interesting Nashville experience that uh, has never been around. And so they'll come and I will then go through their present and, and try to introduce them to people uh, who uh, they might help just like uh, Angie on on writer's nights try to give them a little uh, inside information and then the future I help give them some actionable steps that they can do and take their career to the next thing and also I'm a big believer in, in hometown heroes mm. uh, you yourself you know you guys are up in Cincinnati and, and one of the things that We as songwriters here, the old dogs, we love to go out of town. We love to talk to people about it. And that gives another layer so that when you come to town, you already know some people. And so my entire idea was just uh, people kept coming to me and asking me for what what I call brain picking. I want to pick your brain? Well, there's mm-hmm. a fee for picking in the brain patch. You know, <laughs> I'm happy to give general information, but when you get a, you've got to go through actually line by line, note by note on people's songs, and then say it's uh, there are so many songs and so many songwriters here. Sometimes it's not so much that the song might be not bad or not good; it just might be done a lot. Right. You know, and it's very difficult to have those songs that stand out, and that's what you're trying to do. So, what I try to do is go through, find out what the who the person is, and what their next step needs to be. And so, that's kind of what I do on the yeah, Mark Allen Barnett songwriter tours. It's and such he a he is
4: very great at everything he does, and um, so I suggest everybody. Mm-hmm. Run that way towards him when they exactly. come
3: to town. And if you see him performing a writer's round, you're gonna understand why. Oh, yes. yes, yes, he's just the most amazing performer that you've ever seen.
5: Like come up and say hi. I get this, and I get a lot of things from from you. I've had about five people come in and working with me, and 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 Dave and and the people have been around over the years I, I try to be honest and genuine with everybody and the tour is never end once you meet me i'm going to throw you in the middle of a bunch of people <laughs> yes, and that's gonna let me tell you you know god how many <laughs> people how, end, how many end. people have you uh, yeah. taken from me and gotten yeah. on the the oh, Wednesday night shows you know and that's yeah, the way yeah. Nashville works mm-hmm. nasshville's a is a circle of friends it it's, is today mm-hmm. everybody is so afraid of lawsuits everybody is so there's so many people trying to do this mm-hmm. it's very difficult to find an ally anymore till you actually Know them. It That's is. what I try to do. I try to get get you introduced. It's The good mark keeping sound. Uh, the good mark keeping uh, <laughs> sound, sound of, appro- of approval. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I know you were a big help
3: to our group in Cincinnati, and we had oh, yeah. a, a real serious group of, of writers yeah. in Cincinnati. Yeah. One of which we just lost recently. Uh, our good friend Tim Skeen. Tim Skeen and. Um, God, he was really one of the best songwriters I I ever mm-hmm. had the pleasure of know mm-hmm. to, of knowing and, and working with, and um, I had I, I, I tell you we took this really really hard losing him because it was kind of fast, um, but uh, Greg Althammer is our brother from mother, mother and I don't know if you know this but I want I want to tell you folks about it. Uh, If you go on Reverb Nation and you look up Tim Skeen,
2: Mm -hmm.
3: uh, Greg put together a page of some amazing songs that Tim wrote. And some of them are just work tapes Mm -hmm. where he'll go, uh, uh, here's an alternate ending on this song. And the one song um, where he does an alternate ending, (laughs) and it's it's a song about heaven. And I'll tell you, I listened to the alternate ending. And I broke down crying last night. I just couldn't believe it. So, I mean, the guys' songs are powerful, and I think they'll hit you. Um, Reverb Nation, Tim Skeen, Mm -hmm. and and Mark worked really hard with all of us there in Cincinnati. The
5: ultimate tribute to a songwriter is their songs going on after them. Yeah, that's the legacy, mm-hmm. and Tim certainly deserved it. And I'm so glad you guys did that. He was a great, great guy. Mm-hmm. He
3: really, really was.
5: Well, Angie Lou is our
3: guest, Angie Driver. <laughs> and you know, you said she looked a lot like, uh, she did. but she also sounds. She's got that, you know, uh, yep. Emmy Lou kind of vibe to her yep. voice, which I just absolutely you. love. Your singing style. Explain. What's Angie Jolin? Who you influenced
5: by? Yeah.
4: Well, um, it's probably going to sound strange, but I live in John was my favorite all really? time singer, uh, oh. really, and still is. Yeah, um, oh my. So I know that kind of sounds weird because she wasn't. Well, she she was. Comp- I thought she was completely country until she went over.
5: Her know, first two songs were mainly <laughs> country. Please really?
4: Mr. Please was one of my yeah. favorite. Well,
5: if I mean, you love me let me yeah. go. Mm-hmm. You know, those were very country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was the years when you could get crossover success mm-hmm. on all these different charts. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Dolly also was a big influence on you. Yeah,
4: yeah. Yeah, and my whole family, but um but my favorite singer, I would I I would Live. sit there and listen to her. All night, and plus Linda Ronstadt. Oh, wow. we there had you know. Linda Ronstadt and Levene and John going in constantly. Yep. Crystal was uh more on the Linda Ronstadt thing, and I was more on the Levene. So we just <laughs> keep them going and learn. We'd learn all their stuff, and wow. so I, yeah, that's funny When did you
3: first start into songwriting?
4: Well, gosh, I was doing that when I was all real, your life. yeah, real young. Yeah, I was doing that probably. A, Probably 12 and 13, you know, where I was actually really trying to do some. But, you know, from the time I was three, I was writing on paper plates, just doing a little silly stuff. But okay. I always was doing that kind of stuff. Yeah.
3: Running, running things past your dad, who's mm-hmm. the big hit songwriter. Yeah. And, yeah. Did you first, write with him?
4: Yes. Uh-huh. I was, was going to say, the first little silly song I wrote when I was like three, my mother and all everybody laughs at it. I don't even know what it, why, where it came from. It was... Poor people stepped on needles, never thought they would die, but they did. But they did.
0: <laughs> Good Whoa.
4: God, I hate to tell that, but how old were you? Like three, three four. Just, yeah, three, four. Just that was my first little thing. I'd be walking oh around, and you know,
5: see about that stuff you don't want cutting out. That's <laughs> <why, is> It's
4: <laughs> But I don't even know where that came from, or what. But you know, that's a kid for you. But they, yeah. they don't let me forget it. They all know the tune and they sing it all the time. Don't they?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no kidding! That's well, that's a hit. It lives on. It lives on. Absolutely. Oh gosh. Well, we need to hear another song, I think, yeah. uh, because we're we're uh, we're short on songs on this one. And that's, oh, are you? You know, songwriter songwriter <laughs> connections about songs around the dining room table. Um, what do you want to do for next? Let's do um, let's do shadows. Tell them about your mom. Good, good. I would, you know, I was going to lead into that. one. I'm glad you <clears throat> chose that one. Yeah, okay. go ahead. yeah. So your mom?
4: Yeah, my my beautiful mother lives with me now. She's 84, getting ready to be 85 in December. Mm-hmm. And um, so I've been taking care of her for about five years. She's been living with me, and um, I just went over March one day, and we just started talking. About our mothers, uh, me, Mark, and Mark Monroe, mm-hmm. and um, just my everyday thing. I get up and do every day with her, and I'm glad I get to. And we just, mm-hmm. Mark just started writing everything down we was saying, and the next thing you knew, we he had a song sitting there for us mm-hmm. with, that <laughs> with you just, talked just about every line that everybody was saying in the room. He
3: does that. He put
4: it in so perfectly placed, like it was just, it, like it wrote itself. But he Really did, but it, it was just a wonderful experience. So, it's an appreciate it, song. Mark.
3: Amazing song.
4: Send this out to my mama. I can see her in the next room. It's almost medication time. Then we'll all have supper, watch TV. And she smile, that little smile Doesn't really say much But her eyes are just as bright You can almost see those memories As they dance across her mind She raised our whole family It's amazing all the things she did Kept us all together, got us raised Then raised her grandkids Taught us to sing perfect harmony Pretty much everything we need Thirst is through the hard times Strong enough to always make me see I'm standing in her shadow See more of her in me each day And I swear that's a good thing That's where I always feel safe it's where i get it all from still where i always draw my strength standing in her shadow and that's the best place i'll ever be sometimes i wonder how she was strong enough to always love our dad. Fixed his favorite dish, ham fried rice, were clothes he liked, both good and bad. She tracked down my sister, skipping school down by the lake with her friends. It was punishment enough with just one look. We never do that again And I'm standing in her shadow See more of her in me each day
0: And I swear that's
4: a good thing That's where I always feel safe It's where I get Get it it all from Still where I always draw my strength Standing in her shadow And that's the best place I'll ever be She taught life lessons big and small Always loved us through it all Now I cast a shadow of my own But I owe it all to her It was more than I deserved And I hope she always knows I'm standing in In her shadow. shadow See more of her in me each day I swear that's a good thing, that's where I always feel safe, it's where I get it all from, still where I always draw my strength, standing in her shadow, and that's the best Place I'll ever be standing in her shadow and that's the best place I'll ever be
3: (sighs) still can bring me to tears. What a great song and a great tribute to you. Thank you, Mark. Thank you,
4: Dave. Awesome. I know.
3: What's your mom's name?
4: Kay. K. Casey. They called her Casey. Casey. She,
5: she had that she band was. Casey in the Sunshine In the Sunshine And, the Sunshine band. Band. and then your like turned mom? it over <laughs> to Dot. Her,
4: her, her, really, her <laughs> real name is Venus K. Millet.
5: Venus? <laughs> really? Venus. You're
3: Venus.
4: Venus. Yeah. Venus. How about that?
3: <laughs> wow. Yep. This is really awesome. Mm. How wanted to take you to be able to sing that without crying <laughs>
4: well actually I, every time I sing it I have I'll to try bet. to just you know act like it's just a different song uh-huh. because the middle part uh, the bridge is harder for me to sing mm-hmm. and what's, when he breaks it down and stuff so sometimes it
5: casting a shadow of your yeah, own
4: yeah it don't come out all that well because I'm <laughs> uh-huh.
5: like and it, it never fails to get women coming up to you it, it does like, doesn't it yeah. just yeah. happened the other night the mm-hmm. and I,
4: I need to I need to send her that too I forgot yeah. I'm Thank yeah. you for reminding me. Yeah.
5: Now has your mom heard it? What does she think?
4: Oh, she loves it. She yeah, loves she it? heard it, and she yeah. yeah.
3: There
5: is one little part that is not about her mother. It's actually her father. the The chasing down. <laughs> her sister was skipping school one day and went to the Parthenon, <laughs> and her dad chased her. His dad chased him down <laughs> with this man he at went the Parthenon. Around, oh, yeah, no. ran
4: around the uh, the building. Um, Oh uh, as she laughed, she ran and was laughing her head off <laughs> as he was chasing her. Ah. <laughs> they called him called him from school and said, uh, "Your daughter is not here again today," and he knew exactly where she was.
5: Marlon, where's <laughs> the hangout? Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So that was the one thing, but it, it, everything else is her mother. Every <laughs> single line it's <so> <laughs> well, just unbelievable.
4: But it kind of snuck Daddy in there too. Yeah, so. I had to he, attribute. He, he'll be laughing up there in heaven
5: yeah. <laughs> he <hears> it. <laughs> I'm sure he will. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh gosh! Hmm. Wonderful song, Mark. It really mm-hmm. is. Thank you for yeah, that. Yeah.
3: yeah, I love writing some lines and things, and and that he comes, you know, he just turns them into
5: these amazing mm-hmm. songs. You know, well, songs are just conversations. You just have to find the placement of it. And yeah. and one of the things that that writers have, they, they, there's two things that that writers and i'll just say less experienced writers say too much itis and play too much itis you know they'll they'll have i've seen it yeah yeah, so many guitar chords all these belmont graduates learned every (laughs) guitar chord and they got all over the place and then they got so much information coming at you and it's like they got to have a a, every syllable's got to be you know and you can't understand what they're saying and if if people don't Understand you, they don't understand you. So, finding the placement of songs and knowing the kind of voice that she already has, it mm-hmm. kind of, it all molds itself. And then you've got to have, uh, there's singers, it's a weird thing. Sing. Singers tend to like to breathe. Yeah. And I've noticed that's something. And if you got too many words, you don't get the breath get in. Crazy. And so, your voice goes off flat and sharp. Mm-hmm. And so, when you're taking these things, you also got to, in the back of your mind, Everything I do has a little, there's a little clock running in it. Mm -hmm. I've got to get to a certain section at a certain time. And that's a little bit longer song. So one of the ways that you kind of do this, here you go, guitar players, you add little layers as it goes through the song. And those little breaks, those little pauses are what makes people go, oh, there's something else. Oh, there's something else. And so they're listening to it. Music is a very interesting thing because there's all kinds of little sub things underneath going on. If you take something like the Eagles and you do, I'm running down the road trying to loosen my load. i got seven women on my mind take it easy, take it easy. And that's called prosody. And so that's the things that you have to do. And so all of these little layers go in and you can take the words, but you've got to be able to edit those words too. And that's, that's the thing I learned from people like Jimbo Henson and Ron Muir. I learned, you know, these people, when you're, you're a new writer, and you just want to write everything and you're writing stuff down. And <laughs> right. They can say more with half yeah. of what you say, you know, and you go, oh my God, I wrote four pages of stuff, and I'm like, yeah, I need <laughs> to- that.
3: <laughs> with, with today's uh, modern uh, pop kind of country, and just pop music in general, I think, uh, doesn't it seem like it, it is a more word? Kind wordy, of. yeah, it is. It, it's it so is. wordy today. Yeah. It seems from, like every beat's gonna it, have that. They do.
5: And and you know, I think And it seems to me it's more words, less melody. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. It comes from the rap influences mm-hmm. where you just got those machine gun things on there. Right. And and the problem that we're having in music, and and then it's across the board, people don't want to pay for music anymore. No. There's so much product out there, and there's so many things out there coming at them uh that they just mm-hmm. most. Stuff it's not it, they're just not interested in paying for. It. Right. And songwriters and artists are having a huge problem trying to monetize what they do because there's just so many people. And this mm-hmm. is this is all our dilemma. How do we get what we do? Well, my particular thing is you start out with the song. There's a, a, a NSAI thing. It all begins with the song. Oh, you and, the song. And you still have you still have those breakthrough songs. Those enormous songs have they have words in them, but every line, every word means something. And and so you don't have to say so much. I think less is well. More.
4: I was just going to say less is more. Less when is more. Yeah. less is yeah, more.
5: Like, like another song. Uh, yeah.
4: I'm not least. I'm not least. I'm a yeah. Ne- I mean, look yeah. how exactly. simple.
5: Yeah, but it, 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 that now is, but, married with an amazing melody. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. An amazing melody. You know? yeah. the songs that are classics are classic for a reason because right. people can understand them. They get it and they can sing along with it. And it all has
4: I, to work. I'll tell day. you a little story about that song. Sure, if you don't
3: mind.
4: Yeah, I'm not Lisa. Yeah. Yes. Uh, when we, young yeah, we hung out all the time, and so every, mm-hmm. uh, they'd always have these New Year's Eve parties and invite Mom and Daddy over and all the kids. Who's that, the
5: Who's the they? Yeah, Waylon, Waylon and Jesse. Jesse called. Yeah, Jesse.
4: Okay. because um, all of us kids were the same age, so they they'd have these parties. And my dad would always say. Jessie and her big ideas, <laughs> <laughs> because she was all the time having fun yeah. and getting my mother to come over and have fun and do all that stuff. So we were sitting there around the. Uh, it was in the. I can't remember what house they was in, but it was down in their basement, and um, had their. Um, Jessie had her little piano sitting there that that Jennifer's got in her house right now, the same piano. Uh-huh. And um, she said, "I want I want to play bass something." We all had our little glasses of wine, but our glasses was punch or something like <laughs> but she'd always make it feel like we was all in the, in the thing that's yeah. Cool. yeah and so we all gathered around and she started singing i'm not lisa and mm-hmm. she only had like the first verse and uh a little bit of the chorus. Uh-huh. but she was but she had the melody and she was playing it and we was all thinking oh my god that's so and I, I remember i was just like so six or seven wow and then years later I don't know if it was that many years, but we had went to uh, California for a while, a few weeks, and we was all playing around the pool. Mm -hmm. And the next thing we knew, back then they'd have big music coming over Mm -hmm. the pool on the radio. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, back when there was (laughs) good radio stations, and it was I'm not Lisa. We heard it and we stopped listening. And see, Jesse always kind of you know. A living in John Jesse's voice kind of had that same tone, mm-hmm. so when it first came on, I I thought it was a Living in John for a minute, you know, and then I thought, uh-huh. no, I've heard that, and then I would tell Mom and Dad, I said that's shit and then they noticed it, yeah, no, and yeah. it was I'm not Lisa.
3: No, was that the one that that uh, she played for uh, Waylon? Didn't think it was could be anything, and he said, no, no, you've got to record that and release that. Was it? I'm not. Lisa. I think I think that was the song.
4: I don't. It could have been. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm not.
3: sure I can remember, and this will be one of my fondest songwriter memories. Mm-hmm. Um, in um and I went over to write with 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 Jenny one day mm-hmm. At, mm-hmm. at her place, and uh, in her kitchen all the pictures of the family: Is Waylon and Jesse, yeah. You know, uh, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah, and then on this side Eddie, Dwayne, Eddie, you know. And then she sit, walks me into uh, the living room, and there's this piano stand-up piano, and she sits That's down and one. she starts playing. Uh, I think she was playing Storms Never Last and mm-hmm. she goes this was my mom's piano she wrote I'm not Lisa on this and I could feel as I'm telling this hair, story I still feel yeah. my hair
4: that's that's the, the piano stick she, up mm-hmm. it's oh my gosh that's the piano she was playing in all Bloody that what a story yeah
5: Wow. You talk about, you know, we, you have these kids of celebrities, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, they'll have an actor or whatever. Imagine having three celebrities. Imagine. Her, her dad is Dwayne Eddy, one Great. of the fathers of, of twang guitar. Yes. Her, her mother is Jesse Coulter, and her stepfather is Waylon Jennings. Yeah. That's a pile of people. It, it yeah. really is. Yeah. And
3: yeah, it made is. for a very interesting <laughs> podcast. You can check it out. It's out there. Yeah. yeah. It's the Songwriter Connection, Jenny Eddy, Jennings. <laughs> And, it was
4: uh, great it was like, when I heard it. I listened
3: to it. I'll, I'll bet. Yeah. You know, I remember hearing uh, uh, Wynn Varble playing uh, Waiting on a Woman For Us years yeah. before that was ever recorded. Mm-hmm. And that's a thrill. You know, and, and, and yeah. when we first heard it, we knew, we were talking about Tim Skeen. <laughs> yeah. I was standing yeah. next to Tim and, and we both like drop our beers, you know, like, wow, <laughs> man. We knew it was going to be a hit. And a few years later, it was. So there's <laughs> magic memories like that. Yeah. Now you've got new music that you've been recording, right, Angie?
4: Yes, um... We're recording. We've recorded three new ones.
3: Okay. And, uh, over at Jay's place, on Music uh-huh. Row.
4: Jay's place, yeah. studio on Music uh-huh. Row.
3: Jay's place. Yeah.
4: Jay's place.
3: The please. place for Jay. <clears throat> <laughs> and, can, uh, can you play us some something or uh, some one of the new things?
4: Oh, I don't know. Or no.
5: What do you think? Or no.
4: I don't know what, what uh, or do you, uh, it, It's up to him, I'm gonna yeah, let him
5: I, I was going to say I just I thought we ought to uh, stick with what's on uh, Okay Is 13 Shots on? Well I was Th- hoping um, you'd do 13 well, Shots Well
4: 13 Shots will be on the That's okay That's fine It's going to be
3: on this new record Yeah we, With Shadows right? Yeah.
4: Yes
3: Okay good, It'll be good.
4: Shadows 13 Shots and then the new three ones
3: right? Oh cool man yeah. That's awesome yeah. Well 13 Shots has got a heck of a story right?
4: <laughs> yes it
3: does <laughs> You got to tell us the story
4: <laughs> Well it wasn't really me but I guess I guess I'll start with out, and let him end it. Um, no, we were just in Gatlinburg at the Songwriters Festival. I mean, we always go into these festivals, you know, and walking down the street, me and Billy Joe and Mark Monroe and um,
5: Judy Monroe, Judy Monroe and, and, and Perry Ball, and
4: I. I and yeah, the whole
5: entourage, <laughs> yeah, the entourage Yeah,
4: and I, and I think Charles and Janet was there uh, one year. We, we did it like two years in a row, mm-hmm. uh, but the, the, this particular time, um, we seen the, the sign that said. Come on in. You know how they have so many little shots of whiskey for so much? And, yeah. Trying to get you in. Yeah. And so uh, we, went, we went in there and did that. And and so we was laughing about it. And I told Mark about it, that we all went in there and did these shots of whiskeys uh, for five bucks. That's <laughs> That was the whole killer of it. It was five bucks. You know you can't turn that down. So, <laughs> I don't care if it's three shots or 13. You know, you're going to go in for five bucks. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and so he... I'll turn it over to him. Then after he heard that for a while, laughed his his butt off about it. He thought it was funny. Um... He Wrote a song and
5: well, I had left that group because I had yeah. to come back to Nashville. It was a Gatlinburg songwriter, that's right. So he was. left and, us.
4: See, so he left us.
5: I left these young kids <laughs>
4: to take care of ourselves. That's today. right,
5: they cannot take care of themselves. <laughs> and and I left them, I was the adult in the room, and, and those crazy, people. <laughs> but they went out and, and it was you see these signs, you know, yeah. and it's uh, well, like eight. Shots. Well, it's yeah. the little bitty full. you yeah. know. That's what yeah. it is, and and I just felt thought that was just funny. And so, I one day I just started thinking I could come up with a a pretty funny story based around what she did, and that's what it did. The main part of the song is that I just wanted to rhyme the word Uber. I was going to. That was the whole the whole point of the song. So most amazing rhyme. I'm not going <laughs> to spoil it for you, but listen for that. Yeah, here we go.
4: Walking down the street in Gavin Trying to figure out why he left me for her Signs stopped me in my tracks Could not believe my love Said come taste all our bourbons Thirteen shots for five bucks I had thirteen shots of whiskey My lucky number Best way to handle a jilted lover Fourteen is too many A dozen ain't enough Ten shots of whiskey that's how you handle lust love. Started with a couple With a mellow aftertaste By the fifth jukebox playing He stopped loving her today Number nine had me dancing Now the band was playing Crowd cheered me on While I was dancing on the tables I had 13, 13 shots of whiskey, whiskey My lucky number Best way to handle A jilted lover 14 is too many A dozen ain't enough 13 shots of whiskey That's how you handle lost love. The story ends fine Grabbed a ride from Uber Forgot a what's his name Cause my driver was cuter I had 13 13 shots shots of whiskey whiskey. My lucky number Best best way to handle A jilted lover 14 is too many A dozen ain't enough 13 shots of whiskey That's how you handle Lost love Thirteen shots of whiskey.
3: Ooh, yeah. Thirteen shots of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. my! Driver was cuter.
4: Huh?
2: <laughs> That's why you're lying, too. Maybe, let me tell you. <laughs>
3: What a great song! And it's going to be on your new record coming out sometime after yes. the first of the year. Yeah, night, right?
4: sometime after the first. Yeah. That's
3: awesome! All the yeah. best with it, and well, you thank can... you
4: so much, Dave, yeah. for having me.
3: And please listen to the Fire I Firecamp. Put out; oh, it's a great record that's out there right now.
4: So. Yes, and most of that record our, our CD has. Mark's writing on it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and you. Yes. Well, I just, yeah. Well, yeah, we just, together, yeah.
4: But well that one had quite, uh, quite a few songs on it, but a, a half of them, at least he, he's on the half of them.
5: <laughs> I'm trying to be her Colonel Tom Parker,
4: <laughs> <laughs> But this one's just actually going to be just a few songs and they'll, they'll all be coped Yeah, cult she's written. cutting
5: me out of the deal. Isn't it? Oh. Nah, she's, she's they doing great. That They reached that level, Mark, right? They reached that I, level they on, and they move on. They move, move on. Exactly. <laughs> that's <laughs> how it <laughs> works. When I was working with Olivia Newton-John, that's what <laughs> happened is no, it's and she's doing great, and she's yes. it's a lot of fun uh, to watch somebody who's just kind of coming back into it, and then you watch people more and more people paying attention. Yeah, and and that's what I think is the coolest thing. She's doing a great. She's she, doing she really very very, well. very good. She's out there. Mm-hmm. Uh,
4: thank you so much, Dave. You're welcome. Dave has me playing on the all these uh, shows, Sorry. Twelve Keys, and all mm-hmm. that with mm-hmm. him, yeah, and anytime. asks me all the time. And yeah. and just remember Mark, when you
5: see her, say Angela.
4: And Mark, <laughs> I really can't tell you how much I appreciate you You helping me. He he was one of the first people that I met at the Maxwell House and just kind of guided me through stuff, so I really appreciate it.
3: And it never stops. Mark, nope. thank you so gotcha. much for all you do and everything. Thank you, guys. Yeah. For, sure. for being on the show, too. Yes, it's always, always thank get you to so it. much.
2: Thank you for listening to the Songwriter Connection podcast. Find us on social media at Songwriter Connection. Also, listen to Dave Lanahan's Nashville Connections radio show. It streams live every Friday morning on W-O-B-L and W-N-O-I. Look for us on Facebook and YouTube. See you next time on Songwriter Connection.